Welcome to ClearFit Coaching. My name is David Newcomer, and I am here to help you succeed. I've been fortunate to work with some amazing athletes, successful companies, and incredible clubs and nonprofits throughout my career. I've had the opportunity to direct events, expand charitable outreach, and develop some great friendships and relationships along the way. But maybe most importantly, I've developed and implemented plans to live a happy, balanced life. I have a beautiful family, balanced financial objectives, and have worked hard to put myself in a position that allows for growth, curiosity, and fulfillment. I believe life begins at the edge of your comfort zone, so I'm going to help you push yourself beyond what you know and do today. It's a fun process and one that can lead to a lasting change that you and everyone around you will see and appreciate. So I am a day late and it was due to an unexpected but a pleasant surprise um, getting some housework done here. And while I meant to record this yesterday, there was not a an environment conducive to it whatsoever. Um, turns out that getting windows replaced is a pretty loud process, <laughs> but it uh, gives me the opportunity to roll with it. So um, thank you for tuning in. On this episode of the ClearFit Coaching Podcast, I want to talk about the influence that other people have on us and how other people affect us. As with everything, even our discussion last week about suffering, we've got a choice. This isn't new. You've heard it all before, but it's worth reminding ourselves about the power of our company. We learn through socialization. We advance both as individuals and as a collective with the experiences that we share with one another. And the people that we surround ourselves with, in part, define us. Now, the choice, you can go one of two ways with this, right? You can play up to the competition. We see this happen in sport all the time, and it's beautiful when it does. Great players can draw out the best in others. And we've all got inspirations and people who have motivated us, helped us to see a direction to take in pursuit of a goal or mastering a skill. You can surround yourself with people who are accomplished, who are active, who are goal-oriented and encouraging, supportive, and they benefit from your company as much as you do from theirs. It influences us all tremendously. Conversely, of course, you can be negatively influenced by people. And I'd encourage you to take some time considering those relationships if they exist for you today. Not an easy choice in many cases, right? You can always choose your friends, not as easy to choose your family. And uh, finding ways to manage those relationships as challenging as they can be is certainly worth consideration too. So quick differentiation and a warning about comparing yourself to others versus the company that we keep, right? And it's something we hear about all the time with regard to social media. Um, I won't spend more time on it than needed, but surrounding yourself with good people is not accomplished by who you follow. It's about who you do things with. Action is key in this process. Sound familiar? There's another critical piece of the equation here too. Reading Stephen Pressfield's The War of Art for the umpteenth time. Thank you again, Megan, for recommending this to me. There is a section where he addresses the idea of support rather critically. He starts with a comment on workshops and he says, what better way of avoiding work than going to a workshop and continues with this position on support. The more energy we spend stoking up on support from colleagues and loved ones, the weaker we become 
and the less capable of handling our business. On the surface, this seems an easy point to disagree with, but what we have to keep in mind is this statement is made in relation to overcoming resistance in the process of creation, getting things done and overcoming procrastination, overcoming self-doubt, and any of the hundreds of excuses that people find every day to keep them from their work. I think the point he's trying to make here is that ultimately you do the work. And I agree with this 100%. And at the same time, we're not islands. We don't live in a vacuum. The work we do affects others, and it's made to. And we've got to be smart enough to recognize this at various points in our development. Our colleagues and friends help us recognize strengths and weaknesses and can help hold us accountable. They can demonstrate that with inquiries and the care that they give us. And that kind of support no matter what it is that you're doing, is not a bad thing. Now, seeking it, maybe to Stephen's point, that's a little bit different, right? It's got to be a symbiotic relationship. So the feedback that we get from customers, from bosses and coworkers, it helps us to rework pathways and tactics and communication and services that we provide or the product quality that we offer. Good customers help your business succeed. And good coworkers make good teams. If you're lucky, it's a team that's greater than the sum of its parts even, right? So this talk was actually inspired by a meeting that I attended last week. It was one of the most dynamic business meetings I've ever seen. It was a local chapter of the BNI, a business referral organization. And I'm lucky enough that one of the top performing chapters in the country is right here in the South Metro area of Denver. So If you're a small business owner, let me say this real quickly. I would highly encourage exploring a BNI chapter if you've got one in your area. But what I really want to speak to is the energy and the support and the direction that I witnessed. So attendance to this meeting, contrary to what a lot of the advice is about surrounding yourself, one of the primary tenets is Find a small circle of very invested people to surround yourself with, to entrust with this kind of information. Well, this group at this BNI BNI meeting was about 60 people and it included 10 visitors with myself in that count as well. The time where everyone got together, it starts with networking and it was a lively room. Uh, When I walked in, I was greeted by the gentleman who helped coordinate my attendance. I was introduced to the founder of the chapter and a dozen others in about 20 minutes before the official meeting kicked off. So when that meeting starts, it's with a recognition of all the board and the people that make it happen. Each was individually applauded after their name was announced. And then every member is given an opportunity to give a 35-second commercial. And yes, there's a timekeeper. He's one of those people that got applauded, and rightfully so. He works pretty hard. Visitors, after the members spoke, were each given an opportunity to introduce themselves too, which was really cool. I got a chance to get up and say hello. There was humor. There was enthusiasm and a tremendous amount of skill in each presentation. And the spectrum of businesses represented was impressive. After the commercials, after they get done with that intro kind of section, two businesses are given an extended time to present. And again, very informative, professional, inspiring presentations. Um, And then they get to the real meat of it, right? And this is, again, forgive me, folks, to my fellow small business owners, um, the wrap-up is unique and just as motivating as anything. They pass a bucket around from person to person, 
And each person shares the number of one-to-ones that they had with fellow members that week, how many referrals they received and from whom, opportunity to thank those people, and how many continuing education courses that they'd taken. And those vary by um, type. There's podcasts and readings and all kinds of fun stuff you can do. Um, But the key to the success for this organization and for every similar group, support group, trade group, gathering of like-minded individuals, it's the support that the people in the room provide for one another. And it doesn't diminish the work required from anyone, quite the opposite. No referral comes without confidence, right? When reputation is at stake, standards are high. The same is true for our friends and those we choose to spend our time with. Now, don't get me wrong. It's not that we're looking for reciprocal agreements in our friendships per se. You've got to have friends that you're just comfortable being in your own skin with, right? But there are also people, friends, that we challenge one another, whether it's skiing or climbing or cycling. There are relationships even within friendships where we're pushing one another to be better. And we don't let ourselves rest. Like age is creeping up on me and a few of my friends. And we talk about it in terms of what we need to do to maintain the fitness and the energy and the enthusiasm that we have for the love, the things that we love to do, right? Business-wise, very much so. The people that you're surrounding yourself with at work or who surround you at work, what kind of investment are you putting into those relationships? How are you making sure that you're carrying your end of the bargain? And what choice do you have with those who maybe aren't carrying their weight? Is it bringing you down? Is it slowing you down? Is it keeping you from receiving the uh, projects that you're looking for or the recognition that you deserve, the compensation that you deserve? It's not necessarily that every relationship has to be quid pro quo. Don't get me wrong. That's not what I'm saying. But the more you invest in those relationships with the right people and the effort you put into those things to make sure that everybody's growing, the better off everybody is. I've talked a little bit about some of my daily practices, things like exercise, gratitude, reading, playing guitar. These are all staples for me. One practice that's relatively new for me is affirmations, daily affirmations and visualizations. They're, they're pretty powerful tools, something that I've written down, something that I speak aloud each morning. If you've not taken the time to put these in place or give consideration to these, give it some thought. At the very least, Take time to consider what you're working toward today. What are your goals and aspirations? What are you measuring? What are you, how are you measuring your progress? Who can you count on to help hold you accountable? Related to our talk today, are the people surrounding you inspiring you? Are they setting an example of what it means to succeed or effectively cope with challenging situations? Are they ambitious, goal-oriented, developing skills that lead to success? Edmund Lee is a columnist for the New York Times. He's got a beautiful quote about this. Surround yourself with the dreamers and the doers, the believers and thinkers. But most of all, surround yourself with those who see the greatness within you, even when you don't see it yourself. I hope you found value in today's episode. I wish you all the best of success and encourage you to continue your pursuit of improvement. If you have any questions for me or about my services as a life coach, please visit clearfitcoaching.com or send me a note at david at clearfitcoaching.com or give me a call. My number is 
579-4847. Hope you all have a great week. We'll talk again soon.